Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, here today with Mr. Harvey Wizard. Harvey is not your average septuagenarian. He's a force of nature, a maverick whose life reads like a manifesto for audacious. At 65, looking at him, you'd never know, he's thrown his hat in the ring in a U.S. presidential, as a U.S. presidential hopeful for 2024, and his resume is nothing short of extraordinary. Harvey skyrocketed to internet stardom and minted millions and achievement, chronic, and achievement chronicled in the New York Times bestseller, Get Rich Click, love that. His generosity knows no bounds, illustrated, by the Ethiopian orphanage graced with his name. By night, he transforms into Papi Azdukar, a stand-up comedian who brings down the house. In the wake of personal tragedy, the, love of his, the loss of his beloved child, Harvey penned Creating Joy, an Amazon bestseller that charts his poignant journey back to happiness. Now he's on the presidential campaign trail that's unprecedented and already ticking off his bold promises, universal employment, scholarships for all, and unyielding commitment to truth. Harvey is a man of his word, and he proves it with an offer that's hard to review, refuse. Join the Become a Wizard movement and you're guaranteed job training and placement within the Wizard campaign or his thriving enterprises. But that's not all. Members gain exclusive access to Harvey's revolutionary SAT Codebreaker 54 system, a master key to acing the SATs and clinching a full ride, a full ride scholarship, provided the sweat equity is invested. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> provided the sweat equity is invested. That is the key to all success and happiness when it comes down to it. All right, yeah. Everybody says it, right? It takes action. We can't just sit there and say, okay, well, you know, I wish and I want and I hope. So gotta move those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's when, that is my, that is my campaign platform. Jobs for all, scholarships for all, brutal honesty for all. And part of the brutal honesty for all is that unfortunately, especially post-pandemic, um, parents are operating from what I see, just from what I see. I've only been doing this for like 50 years, and now you understand how because I'm 65 now. But um th that it's that people are falling into mistaken beliefs which are hurting their kids in the long term and draining parents emotionally. And I'm gonna I'd I'd like to give some ugly truth, is what I'd like to do because I think it can be very helpful. Shall I start? Yes, start. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's the thing. Coming back to the sweat equity, it's a good place to start because fundamentally, your kids aren't going to succeed unless they put in the work. And, you know, one of the problems of what I see in, let's say, more modern parenting is parents taking, I think, too much responsibility for their kids' success. Which is, e see, it's easier to do it for a kid than to hold a kid to account. And holding kids to account 
or failure to holding kids to account is why so many kids are failing mm -hmm. and suffering. Yes. Right. So here's an here's just one quick little factoid from uh, during the pandemic. During the pandemic, you know, kids weren't really going to school. Right. Mm -hmm. The problem is, if you were a teacher, these are generalizations, but again, they come to it, they come to explain the phenomenon we've seen in terms of kids who come to us now working, you know, for, for SAT tutoring, being presented to us as A students, and one lesson in, they're nowhere close. Mm. How yeah. does this happen? Well, because during the pandemic, kids weren't really doing work, and everybody was just trying to get through. And if you're a parent, I'm sorry, if you're a teacher during the pandemic, which was not easy, now you have to worry, if I give Johnny the B minus he deserves, now on top of everything I've got, I've got Johnny's mother to contend with. So yeah. we'll just make it an A minus. So you see, there's this, what we've seen is extraordinary grade inflation. Mm -hmm. And here's what's interesting, relative to the SAT. And as I like to say, the SAT is optional, not because nothing has really changed in the numbers since when the SAT was required. And what I always felt about it was at least it's uh, in terms of getting a higher SAT, it's fundamentally putting in the sweat equity, but the real key is enough sweat equity. And here's the brutal truth. For the most part, the SAT tutoring admission coaching industry is lying to parents to get their money. And the lie is that you can boost your SAT score with short term. And that because it comes down to, and again, you're a parent, you don't see that it's your job deeply understand the SAT, but if you did, you'd see how are you getting written, ripped off for thousands and thousands of dollars. So the, the issue is you have all of these A students. I mean, there are 25,000 valedictorians every year. Mm -hmm. Just think of the numbers, 25,000 number one kids who everybody thinks is going to Harvard, but Harvard is less than 2,000 spots. So they can all go to Harvard. So how does Harvard figure out who gets in and who doesn't enter the SAT. A test, can the parents, so listen up, listen up parents, this will save your kid's life and save you so much aggravation. The SAT is not a straightforward test. For instance, in UK, it's a difficult test that you have to take to get from high school to college, but it's not a tricky trying to fail you test. Mm -hmm. You just put in the time, learn the stuff, learn the content, and generally you'll be good. Absolutely not the same with the SAT. Because if it was a content-based test, if the issue was, I need Johnny to review this or review that, then one might expect, if there are 25,000 valedictorians who should be the most content proficient in the country, shouldn't they? They made it all the way to number one. Right, you'd think so, yes. <laughs> There's 25,000 of them. How many over the whole country, right? How many do you think hit not just 1,600, which is perfect, let's say 1,550 or better, which is 95% or better? So how, how many, compared to 25,000 valedictorians, how many kids are getting 95% or better on the SAT in a year, would you think, percentage-wise? Percentage-wise? Oh, I'm sorry, no, in, in, if there's 25,000 valedictorians, how many thousands do you think would have 1550 or better on the SAT? 10,000, 15,000, 40,000? What, what would you think? I'd say 14,000. It's two to 3,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And you know why? Because the SCT is a different kind of test and it's really, really hard. And it's fundamentally a test that stays in business by providing a screening device to admissions officers to give them any way, they'll take it any way they can to narrow down the pool so they can go home at night. These are human beings who have kids, families of their own. They need to get out of there. They need some kind of mechanism to speed up their life a little bit. Mm. And the SAT may not be fair, but I'll give this quick example because it's something that happened to me in business. Because, and here's another, this is one of my, one of, you know, my rules in my 21 unconventional secrets in my book, which you can find out on my website, harveywizard.com. It's coming out on March 4th, my 65th birthday, 65-year-old badass, 21 unconventional secrets for a life of health, wealth, and adventure. Just a little plug in there. But it, the point is, there's a, one of my secrets is, you know, this idea that you, you really need to not give people what you want to give, you have to give them what they want, which is the idea that in any situation, you're going to be benefited by thinking, by putting yourself in their head, seeing things how they see it. So now you're an admissions officer, you've got this piles and piles and piles of, right? How do I, can I get through it quickly? And the example I'll give is that years ago, I had taken an ad out for a receptionist in the New York Times, and I anticipated a lot of response. So to save myself not having to spend my whole day because I'm running a business, right? I don't want to spend the whole day on the phone and I just need one receptionist. So I didn't give them our business phone number. I just gave the a, a voicemail number. I left a message at the beginning. Hey, you know, explain the job. Please tell us why you're the best person for the job. Beep. So that I could quickly screen. Interestingly, within an hour, I already had a hundred. Hundred in the first hour. What do you do? Well, what I did, it may not be fair, was I decided I'm looking for anything I can to kick somebody out. Hey. Understanding I may kick out somebody wonderful. Maybe someone's just a little bit nervous. People get nervous by the beep, right? You know, beep. If there is any delay, you're gone. Because I just need the, I only need one, right? Quick as possible. Mm. If you say one, so in other words, I'm using somewhat arbitrary and maybe silly ways, but I got to get through my job. Hey. That's what the SAT does for mm. college admissions officers. Since it's so hard, if you can get it. So that's why, I, now you understand why I'm the only one in the world guaranteeing a 1530 plus SAT score, top 25 school admission, and full ride merit scholarships, which don't happen at top 25 schools. They're two different things. But it's nice to have both, you know, the opportunity admission to a top 25 school and full ride merit scholarship at a less prestigious school in an honors program still a good deal. And you can get those things if you just get this 1530 plus SAT. Because so few people get it. And it's so predictable. That's the point. It is actually predictable with my system. And now getting back to what I was saying about how parents are, I believe, misled. Mm -hmm. Because fundamentally, every SAT coaching company that I'm aware of in the world will always say something along the lines, and this is going to ring true with anybody who's actually been in the SAT, in the market for SAT tutoring, they will say things like, we're going to give your kid a diagnostic test, we're going to identify his or her weaknesses, and then we're going to tutor and fill the weaknesses. But I think I made the point already that that's a fundamentally flawed approach. Mm -hmm. Because now, if you're a BB minus student, it's not bad. Because now you're getting review in the things that you only got to be very minus in. 
But for the A student, which tends to be most of the people who come to me for tutoring, mm -hmm. they already know this stuff. And it's aggravating for me and for my tutors how often parents are saying, well, when are you going to teach the content? When are you going to teach the content when that's not the problem? The problem is you have to train your brain to the way the test asks the questions, which is different and harder and designed to trick you. Yes. Is it making sense so far, Teresa? It does. It makes a lot of sense because it makes me think of when I went for my um, uh, certification in behavior analysis, the test, you know, and I would train people to take those tests. I was a mentoring supervisor and it was, their thinking was what was like, you know, think behaviorally. You've got to think a certain way if you want to pass this test, which is why 57% of the people failed it the first time because they were not thinking in that, you know, in that way. Right. Cool. We're on the same page. So sometimes it, I appreciate when I'm talking with an educator who is, we're on the same wavelength. And that, and that is the sad and, and frustrating part for me because parents are not trained as educators and Especially now, because what, I, what happened after the pandemic was the SAT tutoring college admission coaching industry exploded and is glutted. Like every, every kid who can't get a job with a pretty decent SAT score is now an SAT tutor. But fundamentally, what they're doing is using that same review of content. Yes. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you everybody's, I, I throw it out there all, the, all over the place. I'll give it right now. This is my one sentence secret. It's one sentence. If you follow this sentence, you'll get a perfect reading score on the LSAT, even the LSAT. I was going to start with the SSAT that students take to get into elite um, private high schools, as well as the PSAT, as well as the SAT, as well as the ACT, and as well as the LSAT that you take for law school. All of these reading sections will resolve down to this one simple rule and explain why it works. And this is when I talk about, you know, how I beat the SAT. The rule is every word of a correct answer must match something in the text you can point to that means the same thing. Mm. And the key is that word every. Because what they're doing, you see, the correct answer is always a paraphrase of text you can point to on the page. There's nobody else telling kids that. And if you want to pass the test, that's what's important because you don't have to read more than what it takes you to find the one that matches 100%. And the, it's all about training your brain to be that detail-oriented, which far surpasses the detail orientation needed for any high school test. So no one, and that's my problem, that if SCT tutoring was teaching kids this level of precision and detail focusing, I would say they're doing some good. But here's, here's the other problem. Because And we've done statistics, we've, we know all this. If you take wrong answers on the SAT, 45% of them kids miss because of going too quickly or not paying enough attention. Totally solved by practice. Another 45% is approaching the test incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Totally solved by my SAT codebreaker 54. The 54 rules, I gave you the first one, there are 53 more. That one is pretty powerful though. Um, and if you approach the test with all 54 rules, you're guaranteed a 1530 or better because I basically reverse engineered all of the different kinds of questions. There are nine reading rules, 14 writing rules, 31 math rules. If you memorize those, my rules, like your times tables, 
and then apply them on the day of the test, you will get the score. But again, let's back to those numbers. 45% rushing, not paying attention. So if you put in enough practice, you're probably going to already increase your score by 45%. But you may enough practice is generally about 30 minutes a day every day for a year, about 150 total actor, hours, which works better, spread out 30 minutes a day every day for a year, because that's how the mind works. You're training the brain. Mm -hmm. Sounding good so far? Making sense? Yeah, powerful. Yes. Cool, cool. Okay. So so you train your brain to the rules, but so it's 45% is just any kind of practice. Then the other 45% is internalizing the rules and applying them. And that leaves 10%, which has some kind of content base, most of which is vocabulary and some math stuff. But the point is, I'm, and, and so what have I done? Well, first of all, I will give anybody seven days free access to my whole course. So they can check it out, see what it is. And I don't care if you download my rules on PDFs while you're in there, take them away for free, cancel after seven days. I've just given your kid the ability to get a 1530 plus SAT score, which equals if their GPA and, and class rank is there, entry to pretty much any school in the country, including Harvard, Stanford, and um, if you pay me th for three ninety nine, you get the whole video course and you can keep it, which comes with a money back guarantee that says if you complete the course, you'll get a fifteen thirty or better. Getting back to the sweat equity, my guarantee specifies. Completing the course means you have to do 30 minutes a day practice every day. You have to have some kind of way of logging in and providing, you know, on yourself and to prove you actually did it. Because don't you know, yesterday I just had a parent who wanted their money back. Ooh. Yeah, because the kid, um, you know, got like only about 1200 mm -hmm. and, and this is the thing where, where we're kind of caught. We see the kid not putting in the work. We kind of hint at it. But if it, you know, if the parent is coming back at us pretty aggressively... We don't keep pushing it. Then when and then when, like I said, when she was like, "Oh, I want the money back," I said, "Well, you know," uh, I, I showed her how I included the login, and she said, um, "You know, well, let me see her login record." I go, "Oh, you can log in and see it. It doesn't take much because she never logged in at all." Wow, she never logged in at all. Oh my goodness! So you see how easy it was to dispel that refund request. I mean, and, and people are like, "Are you trying to?" <laughs> We're not trying to cheat anybody. We're just laying it out. I mean, yes, we. Yeah, part of it's the marketing. It's a great promise, fifteen thirty plus, or your money back. And then you look at it's. It, I mean, it's it's only a paragraph. I mean, everybody else, all the other big tutoring companies, they've got these guarantees. It's it's all a slick guarantee, which comes down to your kid's probably not going to do the work. And that's why we say, well, this is what the work is. And you know, it's funny. We've always. This is why I I only accept maybe ten to twenty percent of the kids who even want to work with me because it comes down to, will the kid do the work? And then they disappear. We know the answer is no. And this is the real problem because it's, 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 it's a deficit in work ethic. It's a deficit in attention, even on the part of parents to what's going on. And the money that they're losing is insane. Um, like I said, for three ninety nine, I give you guaranteed fifteen thirty or better. That's the whole system. Mm. Like I said, get it for free, and and I know it works because years ago I used to give my system 
in school presentations, right? And I, and I know how the world is. I know most kids are not going to do it, but the idea that I'm going to go into a, um, into a high school auditorium, um, I'm not getting paid. I'm going to give a presentation and the school can charge whatever they want at the door. So I've raised money for PTAs, for cancer charities, for all kinds of things. The money goes in, that goes to the charity. Now I'm just going to teach my 54 rules to everybody in that auditorium. Just for that occasional two year later email, you know, I was one of the kids and I actually did it. And now this and this and this and this and this and this and this. See, so that's my joy in, in, in presenting it. So it, it, and it's, but it's a completely different system. And that's part, that is part of the reason why I'm running for president. Because you may not have had me on your podcast if I wasn't. And it, it's just, you know, I'm like, if I'm smart enough to look as good as this is 65, if I'm smart enough to figure out how to legally and truly run for president and register with the FEC, 20 minutes in a Sunday from here in Costa Rica, I know how to do a lot of cool stuff. Okay. And all I ask, in other words, if people get on my email list, I just, I spout stuff like this constantly. <laughs> you know, I got videos, I got, I get PDFs. I will answer your questions and even getting into Harvard and Stanford. First of all, spend most of your time getting that 1530 plus SAT. That's where everybody goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Then fundamentally, you just have to elevate yourself into what I call the adult zone. Now, shouldn't have to be that way, but we have to deal with the reality. When you're trying to get into a school like Harvard or Stanford, where they're only taking 5%, again, parents forget they're rejecting 95%, mostly look a lot like your kid. And that's why, and what I do for people with the $3,900 program, it's unlimited unlimited one-on-one -on -one tutoring with the best teachers in the world. And here, here's what I'm going to say, they're the best teachers in the world. Because I live here in Costa Rica, and I'm always, and I never gave away the tutoring to anybody else because I didn't trust anybody else to be as passionate about success as I was. And fundamentally, I just couldn't pay teachers what I should be paying them, American teachers. Then I discovered here in Costa Rica, there are tons of expats, teachers who speak perfect English, who ended up in Costa Rica. Their English is perfect. But because they're here in Costa Rica, the most they can make is $300 a week, max. Master teacher, 20 years experience, best private school in the country, $300 a week. I knew I was onto something when I took an ad out on Facebook here and I said that I would pay, <clears throat> uh, that I would pay teachers up to $600 a week. And I knew I was on the right track when I, when I got haters saying, he must be a scammer. No one could afford to pay $600 a week to teachers in Costa Rica. But you see, if I'm getting paid by Americans and I'm employing Costa Ricans. So I've got the, you see why it would make sense why I've got the best. I mean, I'm paying, if you're double, if you're paying double the going rate and you're only taking a handful and you get down to that tiny, tiny cream of the crop handful. So I know that, you know, for, and, it, and it's unlimited too, as many as you need until you get a 1530 better. And then on top of that, you get access to me where I create these projects for you. Like, it's wonderful that you are, um, that you're a national debate champion, but I've got three of them I've seen this year. So if you want to get into Harvard, why don't you become 
a speech consultant. We'll set you up. You're making $150 an hour using the same skills to teach adults how to be better salespeople, presenters, to get over stage fright, things like that. If you're a if you're a, you know a swimmer, you're going to teach you know you're going to have a business teaching children how to be safe in pools and and, and that kind of thing. Um, if you love to write, you're going to start an international online writing group. I had a student who's actually a, she's a top twenty five school now. She came to me with very severe OCD, which actually negatively impacted her grades. Right, it's you know it's a Difficult, like watching her hands until they bled, that kind of thing. Very, very difficult. Basically, she got in as a, um, uh, she created an OCD mastery life coaching program because I was able to show her where for $35, you can be a certified life coach out of the UK. Right. See, I, yeah, what I basically do because I bring, I've been lucky enough, I made all these millions in multiple industries. So I know all these little tricks. I know how to navigate the internet and make students look like superstars. So if you've got three businesses, that's, I mean, I had a student who got into a very, very competitive seven-year medical program because of the baking business that she started with my guidance. Because it was, she loved to bake. And if you go to this site, you're like, oh my God, number one, look at the baking. Number two, she's, you know, she's making wedding cakes. She's got a video of her presenting a mom, you know, someone with a wedding cake. Because I show them, how to quickly through a website charm admissions officers. Ah. And it's not just a it's not just about a website. It's a website informed with someone who's made millions of dollars selling stuff on the internet. So it's going to be authentic to the 17. Imagine having a multimillionaire whispering in your kid's ear. Hey, yeah. For $3,900. And I only say that because there's places like um this place called Command Education. Just matter of fact, they charge $86,000. No guarantee. Wow. Pair your kid with a mentor who calls him every, or, or her every week. See that same idea, like your kid can't be, if your kid can't be trusted to do their work every week, they shouldn't be going to these. It, it, it's a crazy thing, right? And, and it comes down to, this is the roadmap. You get the score and then you do these things. It's much less time. And you'll succeed and you're not spinning your wheels. I mean, the idea of a hundred, you know, like I have kids that come, well, you know, parents that get excited. They're like, Mike can put in 123 um, volunteer hours. And then I say, um, I say, yeah, but there's another kid who's got 167. So it's not that interesting, right? However, if you start your own charity, which can be done in about few hours if you need to do you know i had a kid who came to me his parents were um they were crying actually on the phone because he was already going to senior year he had spent almost his entire high school career playing Fortnite, and they were worried he had ruined his life oh my. you know where he is now or, no i guess he might have graduated but uh this this well, i don't know the school that he's attending now or that he attended with my help berkeley top 25 yeah, wow. yeah you know how because I said, because I asked the next question, which is, well, if, with all that time invested, how good are you? He goes, oh, I'm in the top 5% of the world. I said, well, that's the perfect credential for FortniteMentor.com. You're going to be $100 an hour Fortnite coach. And the essay that this kid got to write 
you know, about how his dad was so proud. And at the end, he said, and my dad now tells everybody, my son is a Fortnite entrepreneur. Wow. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but when you said Fortnite, it kind of rolled my eyes and now my eyes are like bulging out of my head. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, but but again, and, and honestly, I don't care if somebody wants to just take the info and actually do it. Literally, I had a somebody call me a couple of years ago, very late, you know, like October. Um, his daughter was applying to Brown, and he, you know, he didn't feel, didn't know if the um, if the application was strong enough. And I looked over the whole thing, and she had done some political work. And I basically gave her, I gave him in ten minutes very specific instructions of what the website should do, should say, how it would match up. And the truth is, I don't like it doing this done this way. But so he 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 took my instructions. He hired a web designer to do it. Mm -hmm. She got in, you know. So yeah, so I was proud that you know, ten minutes with me, uh, you know, to pay eighty six thousand dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 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 that's the thing. It's it's much simpler, and a lot of it is your kid has to work harder and do something different than what everybody else is doing. You know, if everybody else is doing it, that's a reason to do something different. Elevate whatever you're doing in some way into the adult level. Now you can, and you create your own unique business. Every kid will automatically brand the the business by who they are as a person. It's interesting for me. You know, I give everybody the same instructions and level of detail that I'll see in some websites and not in others. So in the end. And it all it all works out because the kid who has the amazing website, amazingly, is the same kid who put in the practice that got the fifteen thirty plus. You see, so they're getting in. They don't need to worry about trying to get money back. Right. Whereas the student, in, because interestingly, the student who complained wanted the money back with the eleven twelve hundred SAT, mm. crappiest, laziest essays I've ever seen. Oh my! It's it's consistent. So so, so it just. So it just it all it, it actually all works out um and that but it's 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 putting in the work and mm -hmm. and holding your kids to account i'm gonna give a a quick story i think we're almost out of time but this is a story about my daughter one of the things i was proudest about with my daughter and i would use this as a cautionary trail my daughter my daughter was a good kid mm -hmm. and she graduated number three she got a scholarship a, a merit scholarship an unasked for merit scholarship at the school she was going to everything was great because she wanted to be a screenwriter and the school she went to wasn't as intellectually challenging as school she might have gone to. Mm -hmm. So I made a deal with her because she was so into TV, you know, she was going, she was going into TV and I said, I will pay for cable in your dorm room so you can watch all those Bravo shows mm -hmm. that you're addicted to. Um, and in return, you have to be on Dean's list every semester. Mm -hmm. Right, just seamless. And and at first first semester everything's fine. Second semester, three weeks in, I get a call crying, my daughter, because she got a C in a midterm in a class that only had three the midterm test paper. So that was a third of her grade was now a C, and she wanted me to let out of the deal. And she's crying. And as a dad, you know, she is a good kid. And then she goes into how the teacher was bad. And I was like, well, how did this happen? always our demons because as great of a writer as my daughter was she not, didn't like to read mm -hmm. and this 
professor had assigned a lot of extra reading, which had never been discussed in class, but it was assigned and was on the curriculum, and it all showed up in the midterm. <laughs> wow. But I didn't let my daughter out of it. And she cried, and she cried, and I just didn't let her. I said, you'll earn it back the next semester. I mean, you know, come on. So you'll have one semester without cable TV. <laughs> I, but, but this is all about know your kid, you know, understand people. She really wanted that cable. And when she told, she called me at the end of the term to give me her grades. You know what grade she got in that class with a third of the grade being a C? An A? She got an A. <laughs> you see, my forcing my daughter to um to keep her word yeah. forced her to discover assertiveness that she had never before displayed in her life and i'm just kind of happy that it was a female teacher i would have been a little concerned of how she suddenly got that a but and i never even asked her how she did it but i assume she just worked harder probably asked for extra credit who knows what she did to ingratiate herself to the teacher and just get to the point where the teacher couldn't resist giving her that A and keeping her, right? So, and these are, and you know, I have talks with, with parents all the time about, it's just a matter of make, you have the power. There's always something your kid wants while they're in your house that you can say yes or no to, and that's your power. And that's how you actually turn out a kid who maybe will buy a house someday. There's a certain amount. There is something that, yes, the market is bad, but a lot of it is, and you hear employers talking about it, the sort of loss of work ethic, loss of um, of initiative that you got to bring back. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And I love that you use motivation, right? You, were mo you, you, you motivated her with something that she enjoyed doing so that it was really important for and valuable for her to get this done so she could get her reward in the end. Right. It's just being, as parents, if you, it's a matter of us being smarter, mm. you know, as parents, but it's, it's also, it's also being a determined parent to understand this is your job. You have, and I'll just one thing of a, of a of a mom who did do this, and I was so proud of her. Years ago, she signed up with me for SAT prep. Her son had been offered the chance to go to Princeton. He went to a very lower middle class high school, and he was probably smarter than most of the kids there. And he was also on. He was, I think, he was captain of the football team. And to fit in, he kind of dumbed himself down the way he talked. And his mom said. You, you only have to wait and see how smart he is. He's used to pretending he's not so smart. Mm -hmm. And the point is all of his friends are going to community college mm -hmm. and here he has his chance to go to Princeton. And we went through a number of lessons and the, he just was not applying himself. Again, I never get upset about, it's not about success or failure. It's about putting in the work and applying yourself. And, and you know, I told the mom and, and I said, look, I, I know if he's applying himself, you know, and that's all I asked. And she was like, what am I going to do? You know, he's going to lose this amazing opportunity to go to Princeton. And I said, well, here's what I would do. Let him know, and you got to be serious about it or it won't work, that unless he's putting in the effort, got to put in the effort. Again, I'm successful, failure. We can't, you know, have a bad day on the SAT. We can't, you don't want to punish a kid for that. But effort we can gauge and we can, um, we can discipline him. And um, that if he doesn't do it, you take away his permission. 
to play football. Don't you have to go in and can't you revoke that signature? Yeah. She did it. She did it. He graduated from Princeton. Yay. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, you got to have guts. You yeah. got to have guts, parents. Got to have some guts. Yes. And stop. We'll all be happy. Yeah. We have to stop disabling our children, you know, by giving them an out and not holding them accountable and, you know, giving them all these excuses because they're the, 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 and you know what we've learned. I'm sure you've heard of the Pygmalion effect. The, the higher our expectations for our children, the higher, you know, they actually rise to meet those expectations and the same yes. with the teachers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I do, you know, and maybe that's what happens and I get so excited when I hear about, a kid and you know and how hard they want to work and but again you gotta you gotta keep them accountable no it's also possible that the kid doesn't want to and maybe it's a matter of a timing thing but if your kid is not putting in the work and if it here's here's what i would here's what i would love for parents to do would love for them to do Again, if they if if you go to the collegewizard.net, you go to harveywizard.com, you can I mean, probably be, have links under the podcast. But I'm easy to find if you want to do the work. And if you ask me, I'll give you seven days access to the course. And if you want to be really cheap and put a lot of bonus on your kid, you say, okay, we're gonna you're gonna look at it, and you as a parent can make sure that yeah, this makes sense. Download the rules and make and and have the kid practice with a bunch of SATs and take the score in the first one. And come up with something. You've got to go up by a hundred points. If you go up by a hundred points, then we buy the three ninety nine course. You go up by another hundred points, and then we'll pay the thirty nine hundred dollars and get you the whole thing. You'll have blah, 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 right. That to me is good parenting, mm-hmm. really good parenting. But that's just me. <laughs> and then just think of how much they can save. You know, getting all these scholarships and. You know, just everything that it affords them when they pass that test. I actually broke it down, and see, when parents come to me and they already understand this, it usually works better. I've, I've, I've yet to make this appeal and see somebody change their behavior and use it. But to me, it's so powerful. I can't believe that people don't change their behavior when I tell you this. A lot of parents, they, they say, "Oh, my kid should get a part-time job," right, and. In the marketplace, a teenager in the what is fifteen dollars an hour? Maybe is there value in the marketplace? Mm-hmm. If you take my basic guideline that you need thirty minutes a day every day for a year, so which is basically one hundred fifty hours. Mm-hmm. But if you invest those one hundred fifty hours, I'm saying you're almost guaranteed to get a minimum of forty thousand dollars scholarship. I've had some kids get two hundred thousand. It was just forty thousand in scholarship for one hundred fifty hours. It's that $230 an hour. Wow. Yeah. Kid helps themselves. They they learn that now that's something they can do to contribute to the economics of the family. Not a bad thing, right? I mean, there's not much, you're not going to go out and get a bit, but you can contribute $230 an hour by studying SAT. Wow. And then imagine. Yeah. I mean that's amazing, and I'm. I think so. Done that, you know, when they can graduate and get a job. Well, like you said, you know, even get they can get the I guess the opposite the um opportunities for scholarships. They just expand, right? And yeah, when you get the score right, 
and 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 the thing is if your kid is not going to put in this work then become a wizard and i'll hire him there you go because because the world has changed and this is um this is something that I discovered just a couple of years ago. You have to, again, be open to things changing. There was a mastermind here in Costa Rica, you know, which is, so I got to go. You know, it's, it was a bunch of Americans, mostly testosterone-rich early 30s guys, were mostly making millions starting digital advertising agencies. A digital agency is like a probably a billion-dollar industry already because helping all of those brick and mortar businesses move into the digital age. Everybody needs somebody to show them how. That's what these digital agencies are doing. And they can grow very, very quickly. And one of the guys there was 20, supposedly making $2 million a year. Now, what interested me is he happened to be um, a black kid. And you could just tell that he came that he was well raised, that he, he came from an affluent family, a relatively affluent family, you could just tell. And I was fascinated because I'm thinking this is an affluent black family letting their kid out of going to college. <laughs> How did he pull that off? Right. I'm like, that was, a, he goes, well, goes, I started my agency when I was 16. And by the end of the first year, I'd made my first million. So, <laughs> see, so, like I said, you know, and then as a parent, you're like, I got to you know, that, that would make me a believer. Okay. And because, and he employs people. I just saw last year, he was giving his own mastermind in partnership with one of like the major mavericks of the industry. So the lucky thing is that the old idea of, you know, go to college, get a good job can work, but especially with things like AI, and that actually, that's what I'm doing. Anybody who wants to work with me, I will train people. Um, some of it's free. Some of it, if, if it's more, if if it's the higher level stuff that I'm going to pay you more for, then I may charge you for that training, which you can then use anywhere. But it's basically training people to use AI to generate money. And there's amazing things uh, that people have no idea about. Um for instance, even with my with my SAT courses, okay? If I teach you how to make a video that talks about my FAT, SAT courses and it has a little link at the end of it that's coded to you, it's called affiliate marketing, um, then every time somebody buys one, you get 25% of the sale. Mm -hmm. That's easy money, isn't it? Um, and, you know, I have lots of other programs like that where if somebody has a business, I can show them how to, make more money, scale it. So I'm just here ready to help people get scholarships, get jobs, make more money. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much, Harvey. I mean, thank you. That is such a beautiful mission. You know, I love it. I love it because well, thank you. That in this world, people need more money. I mean, everything is, you know, housing, is the prices of everything is increasing. You know, I have friends who say, well, I went to the grocery store and only bought, you know, I spent all this money and I got this. And mm -hmm. you know, it's, yeah. So I appreciate you. Yeah. People need to change their approach because we all know that everything's changing. So, you know, you either change or you get left behind. Right. Yeah. Yes. Nobody must be run over. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. And tell us again how we can get hold of you. Sure. Um, probably the actually just search for Harvey Wizard. 
I've set it up. Harvey Wizard, HarveyWizard.com, The College Wizard, any one of my sites, links to all the others. You just get once you're on my list, then I will either email you or text you information, um, access, answer your questions, anything you want. Okay. And you'll get a chance, and you'll get a chance to get my book for just a dollar on the day of publication. Sixty-five-year-old oh. badass, twenty-one unconventional secrets to a life of health, of wealth, health, and adventure. Yeah, and I mean, you're a picture of it all. So thank you. Sarah. I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said sixty-five, I was like, oh wow, yeah, you're doing something right, a lot right, it seems. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Harvey. It's been thank awesome you, Teresa. Thing with you. You and, too. Uh, we'll see you again. I hope so. All right. <laughs> All right. And to our audience, thank you so much for watching or listening to Parenting with Confidence. Wherever you watch or listen to your favorite podcast, please like this, follow it, share it. This is amazing information that could save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> Parent with confidence.